And speaking of McDonald's, it's time for our first Mammoth McDonald's Coaches Corner. Sponsored by your Mammoth McDonald's. I'm loving it, and I'm loving that we've got football season starting. Our first interview this uh, football season is with Abingdon Avon Tornado football coach Rick Quinn. Coach, how you doing this morning? Doing great. Thanks for having me again this season. You bet, absolutely. You've got to be feeling good. It's game week. Yeah, it's, uh, it's nice to have that in the fall again and to feel like uh, you're playing for something towards the end of the season. Uh, I mean, obviously last year it was cool to get out there and to have your seniors experience that opportunity, but, but now you have a postseason out there, a conference championship, and uh, it feels somewhat normal. Yeah, I uh, your ninth season with with A Town, I think twelfth season overall. You're becoming one of the deans around here, man. <laughs> yeah, feeling <laughs> like I'm getting a little old. Uh, <laughs> seems like I've been doing this quite a while now, and uh, you know, it, it just. I think I've been at the school now seventeen years. It's like, whoa, holy cow! But uh, it, it's 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 kind of cool that that the, you have a little bit of longevity in a program, and and hopefully we continue to have some success. We'll uh, touch on last this past spring a little bit. I almost said last season, but it was just this past spring. Uh, you guys got off to a great start, three and one, and then had to shut the program down. Had some injury stuff going on. Of course, you had multiple dual sport athletes, which uh, multi sport athletes, which we love around here. Just had to shut things down at that three and one. But boy, what a, what a nice four games you had. Yeah, you know, we we felt like it was in the best interest of our student athletes to try to give them the best experience at a normal spring season last year. They they were – I don't want to say we weren't playing for anything, but, but they were playing for a postseason, and we had started to have some injuries, so we felt that they kind of – well, they didn't kind of. They missed out on the year before, so we wanted to give them the opportunity to have as normal as possible. So after a few injuries, the numbers were very, very low. I think we were 25 last year. So, you know, you don't want to have to put freshmen out there on Friday night. I know sometimes it happens in small schools. Uh, I don't think that's ideal, um, but it's kind of the nature of the beast right now in small schools. Um, so we made a decision as a staff and, and with some of our student athletes that we thought it would be best for them to, to go into spring sports. Yeah, I and I, and I said this to you last spring when we, when we were talking on, on the air this morning or during the mornings that – now, nobody loves football as much as you around this area. So for you to basically say, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of suck it up here, and I'm gonna do what's best for the kids." Kudos to you and the staff for that decision because it had to be tough. Because man, you love football. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, I, I do love football, but at the end of the day, it's uh, we're trying to put the best interest of our student athletes first, and we're never going to jeopardize their health. And like I said, at the end of the day, with all those guys getting ready to go into baseball and they were practicing baseball, and at the beginning of the year they were practicing basketball, and we didn't have a normal offseason. We just started seeing some soft tissue injuries start to mount. Um, it was a lot for them to do, no matter how much you balance it. I mean, you're going from basketball practice to football practice. You're going from football practice to baseball practice. It's just a lot after you didn't train in the off season, and, and we just figured, you know what, it is what it is. We felt like the two seniors we had – we sent them off in a, in a pretty good fashion, and it was time to move on. Yeah, I'm 53. I can appreciate the soft tissue uh, uh, injury and pain thing. So, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you guys got some good numbers this year. Switching gears to this season, wow, fantastic numbers, especially at the lower levels. Uh, but uh, you got some good numbers this year. Yeah, we're looking at 43, uh, 20 freshmen. 
We have uh, 10 seniors, and those, I mean, those guys, they've been through a lot with us. Uh, a few years ago up at Kirkland, I think seven or eight of them, them guys played nice. in that game, if not started. And then we added two more seniors to that group last year that moved in. And um, just a great group of seniors. Uh, very excited about the young numbers. But uh, you and I both know you're going to win games on Friday nights because you're upperclassmen. And these 10 seniors, uh, we're very excited. We have some high expectations. Uh, depending upon the, any game you watched last year, we could re- return 20 or 21 of the 22 starting positions. So you have to have some good ex- expectations for this upcoming season. Yeah, I uh, got a chance to listen to you and Vanessa, on, on uh, and thank you for joining us on our Saturday morning fall sports kickoff show. you got a bunch of returning starters. That's the key. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, there are obviously new challenges this year, but we return a quarterback in Easton Schisler. He's He has started since his freshman year. He was a wide receiver his freshman year and sophomore year, and as a sophomore he was honorable mention all-state wide receiver. Uh, I mean, he, he's kind of taking a sacrifice for the team moving to quarterback. Uh, we'd like to have him on the outside. and Unfortunately, right now he, he is our best quarterback, so it, it's kind of one of those – He's doing what's best for the team. Um, and kind of Parker Stone King has stepped into his role as the number one wide receiver. He was all conference last year in the Prairie Land. Uh, we get Drake D. James back this year, who missed three yeah. games last year because of injury. We were expecting big things from him. Clay Slagle's back off of injury. He started two games last year and just played a great cornerback for us. Uh, Parker Darst is back. He started as a sophomore in the defensive backfield. He's playing some running back for us. Leighton Damewood has started since a freshman. you got Ty Tinkham on the offensive line, who started for three years now. Uh, Trey McVeigh, who started two or three years, depending upon what you're looking at. We added you got Ben Brady, who started for three years for us, who's been all-conference. Then, then we added uh, Mike Webb. And, and Chris Woods, and they both started last year. And, and these guys bring some serious intensity, those two. I mean, they, they will, they're they hitters. I mean, they are some serious thumpers. They play linebacker. Uh, Mike will play a little bit of offensive line for us. And uh, Chris will play some running back, wide receiver. He, he kind of a little bit a jack of all trades for us. Um, we use him in a lot of different situations. Uh but very excited about our senior group. And then I think we have uh, four juniors. So we wish that junior number was a little higher, but we're expecting big things from that group. <clears throat> and then we have some sophomores that we, we think are going to contribute this year. Well, I know uh, we t- seem like we were talking every every morning during the spring after after your ball games on Friday night. You guys are winning the turnover battle. You guys got, you got some ball hawks back there on the defensive side of the ball. We uh, – you know, I I thought last year our defensive backs were the best in the Prairie Land Conference. Um, I don't know enough about the LTC, in all honesty. I know they have some very, very strong programs. But we feel pretty strong about those three. I think uh, Coach Shaber, who comes over and volunteers with us, does a fabulous job with those guys. I mean, they're good athletes. They're tough kids. But on the back end, they do a great job. And then we play like a 3-5 kind of defense the five linebackers too I, we we're just very happy with our our back eight not to say we're not with our our front three we're just not overly big up front so we have to get as many athletes on the field as possible and by doing that it allows us to, to create some turnovers 
Yeah, the big news, of course, uh, moving to the LTC after a long time stay in the Prairie Land and success, a successful run through the Prairie Land, switching over to the LTC, a whole new set of ball clubs. Yeah, it is. And, um, I mean, I'd be lying if I said that, you know, I didn't really, like, you know stuff about some of these teams, but you really don't. Yeah. I mean, we haven't played a lot of them. Uh, most of our crossover games, I think the last time we had crossovers the last two years was with Princeville. Great program. Coach Carruthers does an awesome job over there. They're always very well coached, very physical, very athletic. Um, but then we start with Rova Williamsfield. Uh, I don't know a lot about them. Uh, I think they're going to be big. They're going to be strong, uh, good numbers. I think they're going to be a physical ball club. Uh, but then you start going down the list of teams in the LTC. Animal and Weathersfield, I know they graduate a lot, but tradition is unbelievable there. Stark County, same way. Uh, Merco, just another unbelievable tradition. Uh, Ridgewood had a great year last year, a bunch of good athletes. United has been down a little bit, but I got a lot of respect for Coach Millerway. I think he does a great job, and their numbers are up, so I think that's going to help them. Knoxville moves over with us. I mean, it, it, I just think it's going to be a battle week in and week out. I, I just think if, if you have an off night, you're going to be in trouble. Uh, as a football fan, I am excited about A-Town and Knoxville moving to the, to the LTC. I think it's a great fit. I think it's going to be a great, uh, create some new, maybe some new rivalries. As a football fan, I'm excited about it. you got to be ecstatic. I, I think it's awesome. I really do. I, I think the conference from top to bottom has, has a great amount of balance, in all honesty. I, I, I think it's not too top-heavy. It's not too bottom-heavy. I think you're going to always have two or three teams that are probably going to be head and shoulders above the rest. But I think the middle of the conference is going to be very strong. And I think you're going to have to battle week in and week out to try to get to that playoff position. All right, Coach. Good luck this week. Uh, we, we open up regular Friday night football. Not not really for you this week. Uh, you had a couple games changed this year. Yeah. Uh, official shortage. I, you know, we, we always say, talk to the kids about controlling what you can control. This is just that instance. They tell us when we're going to play, we're going to show up, and we're going to do our best to compete and, and, and give it our all. And it's just kind of, unfortunately, the nature of the beast right now with things going the way they are. You're just going to have to ride the wave a little bit and, and be prepared whenever they tell you you're going to play. All right, Coach. Good luck on uh, good luck here in week one, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it next Tuesday morning. Can't wait. Sounds good. Thanks for having me again. You bet. That's Abingdon Avon Tornado football coach Rick Quinn on our Monmouth McDonald's Coach's Corner.